Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Mm, that's really beautiful. What do you think of that? <laughs> try not the to. big band sound try not from 68 to. years ago. Number one song in the land. That's what they were playing the day you got unchanged here. Unchanged melody. Yeah. I might have been conceived to unchanged melody. Yeah. I, bet, I don't want to think about it. No, I don't either, really. <laughs> Lubbock Sports Medicine is a great team of doctors. Yes, they are. And they're fantastic, really. And uh, you'll, In fact, I talked to a guy just this week, and he, uh, he just said I had my shoulder done. I said... Uh, Coach, I mean, did uh, Kevin Crawford do it? He goes, yep. He goes, he's the best. Yeah. And But they're all oh, that, they're all like, the best at what they do. It's amazing how good they are. And, the, and the, what's so great about them is you'll enjoy working with them and talking to them. They'll listen to you and, and you know, give you the best plan. Lubbock Sports Medicine. Go to LubbockSportsMed.com. You can check them out and see all the bios of all the doctors, and you'll see how why we're so impressed with them because they're a great team. Also, Mighty Wash. All ah. over Lubbock, they're, they're the Texas Tech. That's where the coaches get their car washed at Mighty Wash. They will see me today, and you probably need to go because it's. Uh, they're all over Lubbock and six or seven locations. They've got, uh, I think, they've got twenty-two total now. Most of those are down in the Permian Basin and over into eastern New Mexico, and uh, they're just doing a bang-up job. And uh, really, and I was so got a bunch of them here in Lubbock. Bunch of them, six or seven yeah. here in Lubbock right now. Yeah, mighty wash. That's mighty that wash. Would be your car wash. Anyway, real quickly on Gary Voyles, uh, the services Wednesday at four o'clock at First Christian Church. And remember Michael Passmore? Uh huh. He was sort of a Lubbock uh, legend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if legends the word. Well, he was a, a lo- well, he was an interesting he was a pastor. Fella. Uh, yeah. Well, he was a pastor, and I remember we did a. I only did one style show in my life, and I'm not sure to this day why my, how my wife talked me into it. But we're doing, it, and he's doing it. Mm-hmm. This this style show. Yeah. You walk out and you. Uh, isn't that awkward? I've done one of those. Oh, it's, it's yeah. It's the most awkward thing. Well, I, 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 I just must love my wife because. That is not it's something ridiculous. that I would. You wouldn't. don't know how to stand. I mean, you really don't know how to walk or, or walk stand or, or stand or look or. <laughs> so anyway, uh, okay. anyway, Doctor Passmore told an off-color joke. <laughs> I remember thinking, "Wait a minute, you're the pastor at First yeah. Christian." So that's not appropriate. Anyway, all right, Coach Wes Kitley is with us here on the phone. Coach, thank you for taking the time to do this, and you thank bet. you for being here last Saturday. That was a lot of fun. I appreciate you doing that. Good morning, guys. Uh, you know, you're welcome. I love being with you guys. Well, we love having you. And I know you're not the happiest camper in the world right now because we could have done better, couldn't we? But we finished sixth with the men. Oh, and yeah, we're just we two feet from third. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> uh, that's another story, a 5-5 five, five, uh, protest. But, uh, yeah, the 4 by one was just phenomenal. That was a collegiate record. And uh, just uh, 37 seconds in a in a four by one. I never thought I'd coach a, a team uh, to do that, but uh, it's just such a sad thing on on that end of it. But um, man, was I so proud of those guys! I mean, Courtney Lindsay was just a warrior, and and uh, Terrence Jones and Caleb Dean, and we we had a fabulous day. And it was just, you know, uh, we'd have been third. Uh, 
in the nation if we could have just got the four by one back. But uh, yeah, it took took a lot out of me last night. I'll tell you. Well, you said you you, you filed a protest, which I don't. I mean, I'd have done the same thing just to take a chance at it. But but didn't we get out of our lane? Out of our? No, we did not. Uh, I, if you'll go on, I don't know if you're a Twitter guy or Facebook. I'll. I don't think it's legal for me to post it, but uh, I don't know that it's not. But we, uh, You want to, don't you? <laughs> well, I have to be careful not to criticize the referees because that's against it. the rules. But uh, yeah. we, I, I did not know whether we were out of the zone or not. And then ESPN replays it. And we, people much smarter than me that know how to steal frame and stop it, uh, they sent me this, and I'm I'm over there protesting, and they're sending me this, and it is obvious, and I'll send it to y'all here in a moment. The picture, yeah, it shows the rule reads the baton. Where is the baton? And Courtney's got his left foot on the line, and his hands behind him with the baton, and it's already been released by my first leg. Mm. And we're about two feet, three feet, I would say yardstick, maybe at most inside the line and the thing is they have 18 cameras that are not espn espn is the one that did the the uh, broadcast but they won't look at it they only looked at their cameras and this camera is on the side view it shows exactly his right foot there's a yellow line that is the is the the line you have to have the baton in and you only see the corner of the lane where his foot's on it but uh it's obvious we're we're safe. It's about a two foot, three foot, and they just made a bad, bad call. Oh well, man, I hate, I hate it worse than I did. It's horrible. Yeah, it's just uh, a shame when we have proof from another camera that we were in, and you know, and the guy that made the call, he's in the outside of lane nine on the inside outside of the track, and we're in the inside lane seven. There's no way you can make that call knowing whether. We, you know, I think he just saw where Courtney's foot's on the line, and he's just assuming we're out. Mm-hmm. But the baton was behind him, and that had already been given. So, well, anyway, to, yeah. To me, I, I guess the referee could say, "Yeah, go ahead and call it, and then we'll review it, and then we'll get it right." You know, it's sort of yeah. like in baseball. Yeah, no, well, they they do, and that was what was so sad about it. Yeah, I think mean, they're saying their cameras show we're out, but ESPN is very. You know, they have they have twenty cameras here too. And it was disappointing to me that they wouldn't go to the ESPN cameras to double check their cameras. Let's just get it right. Whatever it, it is, right. let's yeah, get you're it right. About a national championship here at stake, and yeah, and an NCAA uh, record. Yeah, and all just by the well, board. I mean, is that it, or can, or is there still a chance oh, that we yeah, get it I right? Spent five hundred dollars last night. Every time you protest, a hundred dollars, and uh, we just kept fight. We kept fighting, and you've got. You got the call, and you can protest it, and then you get the ref, meet referee to look at it by himself, and we protested that, and then he, then you can get three other people supposedly that aren't involved, and they can look at it. But what they wouldn't do is look at that video footage of ESPN. They refuse to do that because that's not their footage. And if you if you filmed it, they won't look at your camera either. Which I we did film it, but I never did see. I haven't even seen it yet. So oh uh, lord. I can't. I, anyway, oh, it's horrible. Uh, that is I'm horrible. I'm spending the whole night fighting the thing, and, and uh, it's just bittersweet. Yeah, it's bittersweet. Tough to take. Well, I tell you what, track meets are bittersweet because there were a couple of one of our hurdlers, one of our hundred yard guys. 
they missed the finals by two hundredths of a second. You oh, know, yeah. I don't know how far that is, but it, <laughs> but it ain't far. very far when you're oh, when you're a, running. It's about six inches. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, no, it's uh, this meet is so tough and so good, and you know, you, you blink wrong in the hundred. You know, if you, if you if you pop up out of the blocks or you slip just a tiny bit or you know you 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 lean too early uh there's just all kind of stuff because it's so good everybody's so good at this level and really terrence jones that's you know we 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 get the four by one back and that's 10 more points but you're also knocking florida and all those people down yeah and then you get terrence in the hundred i mean i think we'd have been one two if he just got out of the prelims but he had a terrible start and then he kind of got over-rotated at the end. Just kind of lost his form. And, uh, you know, I, you saw him in the 200. I mean, he's coming off the curve, winning by five meters, and then gets second. You know, yeah. Third in the 200 to, to Courtney. And so uh, you put the, another eight on there, and we've got 60 points, and we're national champions. Oh, my. See how close it was. Oh, that's what I'm that's saying. It's unbelievable, Coach. I, I hate that well, for you Every point is like, you know, five runs in baseball. I mean, it's like – I mean, every point is just incredibly important because it's so hard to get them. Well, uh, Scott Cal from down Houston just sent this picture, and and our guy has let go of the baton. Our toe, yeah. our foot is definitely on the line, but the hand is reached back is. behind. Yeah, and the baton. So here's here's the deal with me: is if there's any doubt, you err on the side of the kids. You err on the ones yeah. that have worked worked their butts off, put in the put in all the time and energy. You err on the side of them, not not what you know. If there's any doubt, you err on the side of the kids. I think. Well, what did they say to you, Coach, when you asked them about the baton? And I know you, you stressed that point. Did they? they could they're they not even see? Their it? cameras show that the baton is on the other side of of the of the line, which I don't. But of course, they won't let me look at the camera or look at their video. So I don't know what angle they're at. I don't know what. But this is ESPN from TV coverage. Is people saw it, so they were trying to help me out, sending it to me. And my trainer Frank Perez, he just you know he's smart, knows how to do that. So he just looked, rolled the TV back, and started doing frame by frame. And you know we're not, we don't know that we're not out of the zone. We're thinking maybe we were. I yeah, mean, we weren't. Yeah, we just. But when I saw that, then man, there was no way I could. I mean, I went like a maniac over there for for two hours. And uh, I just kept getting, just losing my money and getting rejected. Well, so, I tell you, I don't know if the officials are like this, but the ESPN bunch was very SEC biased. I mean, it was just oh, well, obviously that's the exact same thing. You know, they we shocked the world. Like uh, the LSU and Florida, they said, "Oh, you know, they're going to win this." And we just destroyed them in that event, and uh, <laughs> I'm so proud of those kids, man. I can't tell you. How well, they didn't even mention before the race that we were even running it. <laughs> that we were well, in the race. I, I, I listened to it after, and yeah, their third leg, they're still saying LSU's leading, and yeah. we were leading by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's so Sometimes sad. you see what you want to see, and I'm hoping that the officials don't fall into that category. It's just amazing at a national championship. This isn't just like a basketball call that you think somebody fouled or they might have fouled or whatever. I mean, we've got video proof of an ESPN truck that we were not out of the zone and they wouldn't look at it. That doesn't even make sense to me yeah. why they you would know, be that way. They have the rules that they won't look at your video. They have their own video and they don't 
they don't. Uh, yeah, but to me, if they've got enough know. video, which obviously they they got 20 cameras, they've got enough video, how their video could possibly say something different. That, yeah. I, that's what I wanted to know. That's exactly my line. I said, well, what? look at mine. But they wouldn't look at that. They wouldn't even. I kept showing my phone to him and uh, the running referee, and he said, I can't do this. They have a policy that they can't look at a video. It's policy. <laughs> we have a policy we're going to get it wrong. Yeah, wow. so that's really what happened. They, well, they let's talk. got it wrong. Let's talk about something really good. Courtney Lindsay, nine point eight nine in the hundred. What a, what a run! What a warrior for this program. I mean, uh, he ran the four by one second leg. He warmed up out there. It was hundred degrees yesterday. It's miserable, and he has to be out there for four hours. And he was a warrior, and he's been a warrior at Big Twelve. You know, he won the hundred and the two hundred at Big Twelve, and he's. Uh, I mean, he 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 earned him some money yesterday. He's he's going to be able to get him a contract now. That's pretty well, cool. Will he run in the United States, or will he go over to over to Europe he or something? He'll he'll run. We've got uh, about two weeks. In July fifth, I believe, is when the trials are in Eugene. So he'll he'll be trying to represent. Not just a World Championships year. It's a one year away from the Olympic year, but you can make the national team. So yeah, definitely, we'll take him to Eugene. And, He'll run as a Red Raider unless we get him a contract before then. Yeah. But, uh, and he got second in the 200 time. by 200 yeah, of a second. Yeah, if he had another step, he was coming. I mean, he had about one more step, he'd have won that thing. <clears throat> yeah. so. My goodness. And yeah. the other guys didn't have to run the sprint relay or run the 100 or whatever. And so they yeah. were a little bit fresher. That's his third race of the day. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm proud of him. Warriors yesterday, man. Caleb Dean, he rolled his ankle in the – Warm up, and they thought he broke his ankle, and he ran the quarter hurdles and got fourth. I mean, I know was, it. I, my kids were—I mean, they were dialed in, and they were—they were fighting hard. I'm so proud of them. Well, I was too, Coach. Uh, me too. That's an amazing job, amazing job. And I, I, you know, you would just think it. I guess is it just dead in the water? The protest now? Is oh it, yeah, yeah. We. I mean, I stayed there for two, two and a half hours, and I, there's three, four times you can continue to protest and they keep uh rejecting every one of them all right let's so. talk about something more <laughs> fun we got the ladies today we need to mention yep. them yeah, yeah we do have the ladies who today. do we have yeah, left Rose, rosemary chiquama is going to run the hundred and then we have got three of our girl triple jumpers today and we've got three really good ones and then rose has got the second best time going in the hundred if we if wow. we could get second in the hundred and we could get uh, three places in the triple jump, then I think we could be a 20 point, 22 points somewhere in there. And we got a chance to be top 10 in the women, too. So oh, that'd be great. It'd be awesome. Without a doubt. No, I was, I was going to say, hey, you are on the ballot for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah. With Mike Leach well, and Richard Ritchie. I got told that here. I, I, I'm shocked. I guess they don't call you and tell you, but everybody <laughs> was walking up to me. <laughs> and then somebody said, yeah, you're on there with uh, 20 guys. And pick six and i said well i'm honored but i definitely figure i won't be one of those six but uh, we already I'm put you in me gary and i already put you in i don't know how in the world with well, all the championships anyway who, i don't who know well i think they said there's just like 12 people i'm sitting there going why should 12 people decide and maybe that's just the committee to put them on the ballot maybe that more people than that can vote which i would like to think there yeah there could yeah no i'm very honored by that i mean it's a uh, Tremendous honor. I'm very thankful. You bet. You well, bet. You very deserving. Very deserving. Without man. a doubt. And, and David, thank you for filling in for me last week, but I want to thank you for filling in last 
for me last week because David does that every time I'm gone. He gets people better than me, so that people say, "Well, we really don't. They don't even need Ashby." We got, <laughs> well, I look we for person. Kidney. I look for people that were worse than you. <laughs> you <couldn't find laughs> yeah. No, we had a lot of fun. I'll tell we you, we did. That was great, good. Coach, and I appreciate you doing that. So you're always so good. Here you are. You're at the NCAA National Championship meet, and here you are on the phone with us this morning, and we appreciate yeah, that. I got a little bit of dead time this morning before we get these girls going, so. Uh... But I always enjoy being on there with you guys. Yeah. I know y'all appreciate us and, and that we means do. the world to me. You bet. We do appreciate we do. And you. Good luck to the girls today. And uh, sorry about that deal yesterday. Crap. That's Yeah, it just kind of put a damper on the whole whole thing. And yeah. we had such a great day. And, boy, did we started off like with a bang. I mean, that was so fun to see that. And then uh, Ten just, seconds, just Coach. Have a All great right, day today. Go, go Red Raiders. We appreciate you. Yes, Thank you, Coach. All right, take care. You bet. Wes Kitley, everybody. Back. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Medicare Solutions of West Texas. You're not old enough for Medicare, are you? You're not even close. <laughs> well, you- I'm not trying to figure that out right now. <laughs> Don't. Well, you can't figure it out no matter when you try. <laughs> but we have people here in town who can, and that is Lori Kasler and Tanya Blackburn with Medicare Solutions of West Texas. And here's the deal. They are pros at the business. They know what they're talking about. And they're here. You, you don't don't call those eight hundred numbers they put on TV. You talk. Who, who knows where those people are or who they are? You got friends here in Lubbock that want to help you with your Medicare, and they can do it. So uh, Medicare Solutions of West Texas. That is the name that you need to know. Laurie Kasler and Tanya Blackburn and their numbers eight zero six seven eight one thirty nine zero four seven eight one thirty nine zero four. Grant McCaslin is here, the new head basketball coach. It's kind of surprising how everything kind of happened with Tech basketball and. Uh, you know, Mark was here. I don't know you're good friends with Mark Adams from the old junior college days, and uh, great coach, won a national championship at uh, Howard, and uh, you know was of course so coach Coach Beard's assistant, and uh, then got the head job. But uh, you know, I think everybody's really pleased that you're our new guy. I know I am, and and Mark was a good friend of mine. But I'm really glad that you're here. Well, I'm thankful you are. Not everybody is, but that's kind of part of the equation. That's what Who's you get. Not? Well, I mean, I, y'all know this. I can tell you when games. Nobody oh, knows. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can you can say what you want about who you're excited about, and then it doesn't work, and then you can be really yeah. not excited, and then it work. You know, it's. I think the one thing I can tell people, I, I just have a tremendous amount of respect for it, and I do believe in the the people here. Like that part yeah. is is is. How about Kirby Hokut? Isn't Something he awesome? Deep, treme- he's remarkable, honestly. He really is. He's remarkable. He's, he's... Well, I asked Coach, had anybody warned him yeah. about being on the show? And he said no. And I said, that's really Kirby's job as an athletic director. <laughs> no, it... He should have warned you. So he's not as good as I thought. <laughs> well, y'all know the show's part of part of us being about fun, but part of it's trying to give people a glimpse into what, what really is going on, you know, and – it's all about our, our guys. It's all about the players. I mean, yeah. that's the part that I tell you what I love, and that's the part we try to spend the most time. Uh, Jared Culver was in the gym. Zaire Smith was in the gym this week coming oh, by. Good. Talked to Matt Mooney the other day, had a story. We played against Matt Mooney, actually. We did? Uh, I say we. The I team I coached, you didn't. No. <laughs> uh, a team I coached, his last game at South Dakota, was I was at North Texas. We played it before he How transferred to Tech. 
Well, he's a player. So I, yeah, so I watched a bunch of film on him in the first round of the CBI. True story. We went into shoot around. There's a kid that shot right-handed three-pointers all season long and played for us. And in shoot around, he'd always hit the front of the rim. I'm sorry, he shot left-handed. The left-handed shooter hit the front of the rim all the time. Didn't shoot it like Stan, like literally straight at the basket. Yeah. But he shot free throws right-handed because he broke his hand one time and he only had to go. So he had like perfect form, squared his feet up. So in shoot around, at the end of the season, we're finally in the last last tournament, win or go home. We're playing against Matt Mooney and we switch him to shooting right-handed threes before the game. I'm not joking. No in way. shoot around. He goes into the game. I said, shoot as many as you want because he was shooting 18%. He'd made like one three all season long, but he was playing. We were playing four out. We were playing against Matt's team, and they were a really scout heavy team. And he went out there and shot it right handed and made his first three. He made four out of five that game. <laughs> True story. We beat him by 16. We were supposed to lose by 100. They'd yeah. only lost two games in three years at home. So I got to see Matt up close. So I love talking to Matt. I look, call Matt and Matt, how's it going, man? Remember that game, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> and I know that, that I t it's two things. One, you know that coach down there that had the scout, the head yeah. coach looking at him. I thought you said he was left handed and he couldn't <laughs> shoot. And he was shooting right handed threes. And after the game, I was feeling pretty good about myself. I called my friend at Arizona, Tommy Lloyd, who's the head coach, he was at Gonzaga at the time. I said, yeah. Tommy, you're never going to believe this, dude. We switched Mike Miller in the middle of the game from being a left-handed three-point <laughs> shooter to a right, and he made four or five, and That's we crazy. won the game. And I said, can you believe that? It says, yeah, but how dumb are you? It took you all season to figure <laughs> that <way>. out. <laughs> I know. That's pretty good. Well, it's, uh, a lot of those guys are coming back for this Air Raiders deal. Uh, Tariq is going to be back in, in July, and we're going to have him on the show, and they're playing that ESPN the tournament deal. Yeah, no, that's going to be awesome. I mean, if there's anything, we we had a team at North Texas that did it last year. We got a team this year at Texas Tech, and the the funny part about that is the two GMs. One's a former player for us named DJ Draper at North Texas, and then the GM of the team, uh, uh, the Air Raiders, is uh, Andrew Sorrells. Yeah, and they were high school teammates at Birdville High School. So, is that right? Yeah, so there's this little undercurrent of uh, of competitiveness between them week. two. Yeah. Andrew and Clark were on last week. Yep, so what they, what they won't tell you is they're more competitive with each other. I don't think they care if they win any games as long as they beat each other. But those guys are <laughs> – we've got some mutual friends through through time, and it's been neat to get to know, obviously, all the, all the guys that have been a part of the program and made Tech basketball, you know, one of the – best programs in all the country yeah. i mean it really is remarkable what uh what this has become we we're pretty close to winning a national championship you one, can't get one, co can't one corner get three closer. away man what a wild. i was watching it with cc my wife y'all know she played soccer here yeah so she's going berserk she wears her texas tech soccer sweatshirt every morning not yeah. joking every morning because <laughs> she keeps the room so cold you got to wear a sweatshirt so she's got it on every morning so she's going berserk and i'm thinking in my head like Texas Tech basketball is going to win a national championship. I know it. I thought we were. I thought we. Everybody won. did. Oh. Had the game won, you know. But what a you know what a remarkable just run of of commitment of the the community and yeah. the coaches and the people to to put ourselves in that position. It really is to see the build up from you know what Coach Dickey did, Coach Myers. I mean, you can go back a long time to see the build up of what it's created. Tubby Smith, obviously, Coach not. Did he call you and Coach congratulate Knight. you? No, I haven't talked to him, actually. <laughs> I haven't talked to him. I did talk to Coach Knight when he was recruiting our guys when, yeah. when he was here. So he was unbelievably gracious. He was on our show a bunch. He he got to be a really good friend and he did lunch. We'd all you know, we got this lunch group and we he was always there. And uh he was something. Man, he's else. on more than a dozen times. Yeah. 
He was easier to get than you have been. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't have to recruit nine players either. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get to that. The the, the nine players. Yeah. Are you when you got here there there were some some might have you might have you can't probably say this might have asked them to find a find a new home. And that's easier to do now because you go hey yeah. enter the portal find you a good place to go play and you get to play. And, you're not going to play. And you get to play. And then some of them might have just gone. But uh, where are we now as far as players? And how many scholarships do we have left? And and are we got somebody that we're looking at? That... Yeah, good question. No, I'm not going to tell you that. But we are looking <laughs> at a lot of people. But um, no, we've uh, when you know this. When we got here, I told these guys that my number one goal was to finish well with where we were. And when I met in the locker room, you know, we we won the NIT, and that game ended at 11. Went back to the hotel and uh celebrated and got to be with the team and then the next morning i was on a flight and standing yeah. in front of the team the next day at, at you know at four o'clock it is wild <laughs> it really it's is wild so you're standing in front but i'm telling you what all of them were really great i mean yeah. this like every one of them were really great everybody i got a chance to meet with just about everybody so we met at four at four thirty to about five fifteen. then i had individual meetings from five fifteen, and i didn't and it ended like at twelve forty five that night with 30 each, minutes, each every player. player. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but it was awesome. It was and nice so, that you won and you came in as a winner instead of the loser. No question. That was nice. I mean, that's the this way to go. This is the winner. Out. Yeah. And, but, you know, and they all, I've known a lot of them. Yeah. You know, I had relationships with a lot of them. So it was really just about trying to hear their story and hear their perspective because I didn't want to know anything about it. I told them, like, we're going to be positive about this because I love everybody that was involved there wasn't one person on that staff that i didn't have a relationship and yeah. really appreciate so like we're just like how do we keep moving this forward you know like how do we make this better that was the conversation with each person everybody had some things that they wanted to improve on not everybody fit um that's what we tried to figure out so the guys that return that you all know about one pop isaacs yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that conversation, a lot of people wanted to talk about why didn't you bring other players? And I can tell you it was a long-term decision of what was best for us moving forward and the guys that are on the current roster. Because I told them when I walked in front of them, I was like, this is this is our team now. Yeah. Like, I'm not the head coach anywhere else. This is our team. And I we walked that out purposely, and I didn't have one conversation with any of them or any of their parents prior to taking the job. This is the truth. Yeah. Prior to standing in front of them, because I said that's what I would hope that you would expect of me if I've your if if yeah. we're t on the same team. Honestly, you're my guys. This is it. North Texas was my guys. I'm staying there until I'm. This here. is it. This yeah. is the truth. You know, yeah. and with the way this works, and I know guys are recruiting. I knew people were recruiting guys in our off our team, just like they were recruiting people off Tech's team when there wasn't a coach. You yeah. know, I mean, unfortunately, oh, yeah. that's part of it. But so really great to stand in front of them, them to know that was the truth. Right, mm -hmm. that I was for them and I was their coach, and this we were going to do this day. It wasn't about me; it was about us. So I think the initial conversations, Pop Isaacs was a big part of this, you know. And I think there's a younger group of guys that really had an influence on each other and returning and wanting to wanting to build this thing. Yeah. Lamar Washington, Kerwin Walton, uh, Demar Williams, and Rob Jennings, those guys, you know, kind of being the core of a younger group of guys, obviously Kerwin and DeMar being older guys, but very, very good players. And then Kyron Lindsey didn't play last year, but transferred that semester. And he went to Geyer and Denton Geyer being right next to North Texas. Yeah. I had an opportunity to watch him play a lot and, and knew a, about him, didn't have a personal relationship with him, but 
really, really love the core group. I mean, we have a great group of sophomores. I mean, really, when you look at it, they got good experience. Um, they, they're hungry to get better every day. We've been living in the gym. These guys love basketball, and they do, they do like each other, you know, and they do love Lubbock. That was the one thing I'll give it. I know there's probably some other interviews out there, but to a person, everybody loved being here. Like, you know what I mean? Some be like, yeah. I got to get out of here. I don't like this place. Yeah. Not one of them. Not one of them, honestly. Like, even the ones that did, their their problems were like, well, I didn't get to play the role I wanted. Yeah. You know, you hear all the normal things. But to a person, they really, really loved being here. And so that part, I thought, was a testament to to Lubbock, to the community, and mm-hmm. all the people here. Because, you know, it is unique. When you get here, it, it you don't you don't see it the same way. Yep. That that maybe other people do. Well, Lubbock's turned into a big city. I mean, we're like three hundred thousand people, and it's there's a lot going on in Lubbock, Texas, right now. And so it's a it's as big as I care for it to be. But yes, that's a whole other maybe show. a little <laughs> maybe a little too big. Yeah, but all right, all right. You mentioned the the kids that that are coming back, but we got room for what? How many more do we have room for? So we the newcomers we got two freshmen. Drew Steffi was one that the previous staff had had recruited and had signed, and I have a relationship with him. L- love Drew, and then we've we signed. We call him Ey. Emily's his name, Yalaho, and he. I'm telling you, this he's going to be really good, like really good. He's he's a he's from Reserve, which is a prep school in Ohio, but he's originally from Finland, and he is really good. That's one. How big is he? Six eight. You know, yeah. two fifteen. Like oh. he's got good size, but he's skilled. Can make threes. Made five threes in multiple games. Like he oh. can really shoot. Good. Uh, he he reminds me of a younger Ko. Uh, like you know, the kind of that mold in regards to to do multiple things. Um, and then the three guys that we signed from that in the transfer portal all played in the NCAA tournament last year. Um, and those guys, Warren Washington played at Arizona State, seven footer played at a lot of different schools because of coaching changes mostly. Darian Williams was freshman of the year in the Mountain West Conference, transferred from Nevada. He averaged over seven rebounds a game, over 30 minutes a game as a freshman, three-to-one assist to turnover. I think his ceiling is tremendous. And then Chance McMillan is the other one that, that transferred in from Grand Canyon. And the one thing I love about him is he got better. He always gets better as the season. He averaged over 30 minutes a game, had his best games when they played in the most important games. Yeah, And they played in the NCAA tournament. So you got three guys that – the one thing they all had in common is they played in the NCAA tournament. That's what that's what we're doing he here. He shot twenty four percent from three point range, and he can shoot it off the bounce. That's and he's, good. He's really fast. All three of these guys can are are. I tell you, our roster is probably the best shooting roster I've I've had is in coaching. Right? Dead serious. I mean, you look at Kerwin. Well, we haven't had that here. Oh, in years. I'm telling since, you, since uh, Bonowitz. <laughs> no. I mean, we haven't had a bunch of shooters, and that's pretty important. We've had trouble scoring the basketball. We play defense. We're really good defense, but we've had trouble scoring. <laughs> I know what you'd prefer to do. <laughs> yeah, <let's shoot. laughs> I've seen it with my own eyes. You want to shoot? You didn't know. You don't it. want to guard anybody. La- no, Lance and Sam were shooting. I couldn't. <laughs> That's true. Couldn't get the ball. That's true. Nobody touched it when those guys played. Uh, but no, I think you know this. Like we've had, um, we've had a lot of discussion. We can talk about this. I don't know how much time we got, but I, I'm my plan is to be here till ten thirty ish. So okay, we, you got me for good. You got me for another one more segment. One more segment. Mind. Yeah, we'll yeah. do another segment. We can talk about pace of play and things that you know that people are interested in basketball wise. But 
I think our team, um, and you you got to find this out. Like one thing about Texas Tech basketball, and we modeled our team after it very similarly defensively mm-hmm. at, at North Texas when we made some changes our second year. Uh, we went away from trying to stay with. Uh, matchups that we wanted and what I loved about Mark and Beard and Texas Tech's defense was the switchability with it and some people don't like it some people don't like how comfortable they were in rotations and putting pressure on teams and we really we did that and so that's where I'll tell you we understand the defense because Mark basically gave us the whole blueprint on how to do it as a friend and that's why I love and appreciate him because he's always been so gracious to me and he does a tremendous job coaching it and so we we we've done that the last few years. We've we had the best defense in our league, number one scoring defense in the country the last two years. That's great. So that part of it I do believe in, and I think it has to do more with toughness and rebounding and and grit mm-hmm. than it does just about you know staying in front of somebody, which is a big part of it. Um, so that when you talk about defense is going to be a big part, but this team specifically, we're going to have to figure out how to leverage the paint, how to get paint touches. Cause that's the other part to it. Yeah. That's why when like Bryson Williams was here and I coached against him for two yeah. years well, he at was Utah. Good, wasn't he? Oh, he could play. You want to talk about doing anything you want on offense. He can score in the paint. He can make yeah. threes. He can get to the free throw line. I mean, just a versatile guy, probably not, playing off ball screens as much but like that's the thing this team's yeah. going to have to find because if you can we can find where the gravity is to get to the paint we got plenty of guys that can make shots on the perimeter sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in this is the sports talk with Bedford and ashby podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction all right well i was hustling hustling makes me tired or i was already tired i think anyway uh, boy, it's great having Grant on, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. But I want to tell you about Bednars and Associates, Daryl Bednars, good friend, golf buddy, and the, the best in the business at insurance. I'm telling you, he is a pro at it, especially with ag producers, you farmers and ranchers. You need to talk to Daryl Bednars, and I'll promise you this. If he comes out there to your place and looks over thing, everything over, and he looks at your coverage, if you've got good coverage, he'll tell you, you've got good coverage. You need to stay with what you have. But if he can help you, he will help you. And that's the kind of people you want to work with. The Bednars family and uh, about 125th and Quaker Avenue is where you'll find them. And they do a fantastic job. All kinds of insurance. I mean, any kind, in, just about whatever you can think of, they can help you at Bednars and Associates. Here's another great company, family-owned, the McGavicks, Brent McGavick. His dad, Steve McGavick, Brent, uh, McGavick Nissan and Infinity of Lubbock. And uh, that's who you like to do business with, these family operations like the McGavicks. And uh, they're number one in the country with Nissan trucks and one of the top Nissan dealers anywhere around in the in the world. And, of course, the Infinity Store is right there on Spur 327 and Milwaukee. And right around the corner of Milwaukee is McGavick Nissan. And they have vehicles in stock and ready for you. And they would love to help you. So stop in to see them at McGavick Nissan and Infinity of Lubbock. Oh. How fun was that having Grant? He was great, wasn't he? Yeah, I'd only met him once. Yeah, and it was ever so brief. It was at a Tech baseball game, so I really didn't know him at all. So uh, it was nice to see what kind of guy he is. That's a, that's a good old boy. Yeah, he's a class guy and, and a lot of fun, and I'm, I'm excited about what he's going to do. Well, he here. fits right in with the staff out there, a bunch yeah. of good old boys, and uh, yeah. we're going to have another one of the good old boys on here in a second. Uh, good. Well, we got him? Already we got one. Uh, yeah, I got him on here. Coach, how are you doing? 
Hey, good. Good morning. You guys doing all right? We're good. How'd the golf go yesterday? Well, we got to play 18 holes. That's better than it's been for the last five or six months. So, I yeah. a couple months ago. Well, I hate to correct you, but we only got to play 17 holes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Whether it was one of them closed. They're, they're working on no one wonder. of them. So. But, no wonder there on the back nine, I felt like, golly, we're almost already done. <laughs> well, you probably shot in the 60s skip, skipping that one hole. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about that. Hey, I've heard Coach was a great golfer. Yeah, and I only saw him t- hit one ball. Uh huh. And it was if you're doing pretty a good. real small sampling, he's a great golfer. <laughs> you hit it good. Oh, he's perfect. Hey, we need, we need to keep it in a small sample. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim, I want to. We want to talk tech baseball mainly, but I, I wanted to tell you that I've I've talked to Kelly, and we were going to have her on from out of from Grand Junction, Colorado, with Ben. They had a great run in the in the JUCO World Series. I was so proud of them, but the timing didn't work out. But she was nervous about being on. But uh, Ben was really excited about it. But we never could put it together. We ended up having uh, Dusty Hart on, who was a coach at Blend. But uh, I'd love to. I know you probably hated missing that because they were in the college JUCO College World Series. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, Ben's been hearing about Grand Junction his whole life. Uh, for him to get to go experience that with his team uh, was really cool. And then for Kelly to get to go and be with him, that was, yeah. that was neat too. Well, yeah. and they swung through and, and, and worked out at, at – I'm assuming you were in town when they worked out out here? Uh, we were leaving that afternoon, and we actually left about an hour later just so we could see – so I could see Ben. It oh. worked out really <laughs> good. good. That's good. Oh, that is neat. Well, tell Kelly we still want to have her own. We so. do. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, she's got inside info, she said. I kept waiting for him to say, Kelly, come here, and and him tag out. (laughs) Yeah. You're not the easiest to get on. She is not not here right now, so. (laughs) Well, Coach, we're proud of you. a great year. I know it didn't finish the way that you wanted to. I thought that I thought we we're going to go to Florida and win the Florida Regional. Well, darn near did. Yeah, we uh, we sure did. And I'll tell tell everybody that's listening what I told Coach yesterday. That was a great job by those kids. That's a young bunch of kids. We had yeah. the, the pitching deal and all that. But to do what they did this year, it's phenomenal. And if anybody's frustrated and irritated because we didn't go to the College World Series, get over it. It's damn hard to do that when, <laughs> when, thing, when things are, are clicking on all cylinders. So anyway, Coach, I, and David, yes, he said, hey, find somebody to wrap up baseball for us. And he, he assumed I'd get Gus. And I said, well, the guy behind me here and, and the foursome behind me might just be the perfect guy to you have on. You would be. So anyway. Yeah, yeah we, we probably need to wrap it up and move on to next year for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, but isn't it sad? I mean, are, are – isn't it a good situation to be in when people are, are frustrated and, and, and everybody's thinking, boy, we sure underachieved. We won 41 games. For, and we go to the darn uh, regional of Finals. the number two team in the country and, yeah. and, and right there at winning the dang thing. So, anyway, that's well, that's great that you've yeah. got the program to that level. That exactly. This was a frustrating season. Yeah, and we appreciate them being frustrated. I mean, our staff <laughs> obviously wanted to go to Florida and win the deal and 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 it's again like it's uh throughout the year you try to do what you can to try to put yourself in position to win it and uh and when i say that win a regional and a super regional and put yourself in position to win the whole thing and 
Uh, we were just, I mean, we were playing uphill from one way or the other, it seemed like. Uh, you know, on day day two or three, it just, uh, just one of those years where it just didn't come together. So, But anytime you got that many freshmen, you know, and I know by the end of the year they're not really freshmen anymore, but <clears throat> you got to expect some, some, some. Yeah, they bumps. haven't been there before, you know, yeah. at, at that situation. Yeah. And, I, I was really proud of you. I was proud of the way y'all responded and played. Well, like I said, we appreciate you guys and appreciate people, you know, that support us and whether they're frustrated or happy. I mean, we, we're always going to want a little bit more. And I think our team, I think our team guys, I think really, I think there wasn't a day where they weren't attacking the day and trying to win the day. Just some days just didn't work out. Well, we didn't really. We just had Coach McCaslin on. I wanted to talk to him about NIL and all that because if there's ever a cluster out at Tech this past year, it was basketball NIL. Oh, it's a mess. But uh, we've got a, a couple of guys that are entering the transfer portal, and I'm assuming it's for NIL money But because uh, I've, I've never hardly seen anybody that wasn't happy to be in Lubbock playing in this environment for this coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So uh, – what, what do you think about the couple of two or three kids that have entered the portal, and are, have we got some that we're looking at bringing in in the near future? Yeah, so we, you're right. We haven't had a whole lot of guys going there. and It you, it generally starts out with playing time. Yeah. Um, you know, guys aren't happy in their role, whether it be a relief pitcher, wanting to be a starting pitcher, or like, for instance, in Hudson's case, you know, he wanted to catch every day. And, uh, you know, and so there's, there's different scenarios for different guys. I don't, I really don't think, um, the kids that have played here, I don't think they are the ones that are, um, hunting the NIL so much. I think, you know, it, it could be somebody in the background an advisor, something along those lines, you know, trying to help kids. And that's kind of what the college games become. I mean, you got these guys that are, um, helping these kids whether they're supposed to or not in all sports and and those guys in order to keep them they feel like they gotta do things to help kids put you know a little change in their pocket and uh and so some of that's that but i really think for the most part um the transfer portal there there are there are cases where to me that's where kids aren't maybe playing or maybe, you know, they, they're not getting the playing time or maybe in year two or three, I would say year three for me, you know, and if that, by that time you're not really contributing, then that's a, that's a good thing about that. I about to say it's a good thing at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good thing for both for sides, guys, but yeah, we, we've just had so many players over the years that maybe, Waited their time. Hunter Hardgrove, Cameron Warren. Uh, there's just been over and over. Tyler Nesloni. I mean, none of those guys played a lot in their first year. And, I mean, you think about it, and you know, just those three names. I mean, Nesloni's mm-hmm. on the brink of being a big leaguer. And the other two are the Big 12 Player of the Year Yeah, at one time. And so, to me, it just says a lot about a kid's makeup when they – you know, when they're a great teammate and they when their time's coming. And we've got a lot of kids in our program that are built that way. And and then, obviously, 
as far as like you know for the people listening and people out there we're, we're fine with the kids going in the portal if a kid comes in and says hey they want to leave you definitely do not want them in your lineup or on your team i wouldn't think <laughs> you know but our regrets i mean our regrets as a staff is, is when you look back and it's the day after you finish your season and a kid comes in and that's really hard and that's that's really hard to, uh, you know, if you were playing golf, you might throw a golf club, I guess I'd say. Yeah. It's hard to you understand. Know, come in. Yeah, it is. It is. It's hard to see how someone could come up with that, you know, solution that fast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that's kind of the world we live in. And, but I really think most of ours is generated by, again, like it's, again, like, I mean, it's just one of those deals. It's, if you're not happy because of a certain thing, I mean, you just gotta probably gotta play better, and as simple as that. So. Yeah, beat them well, out. You talked about it. And yeah. I mentioned it earlier in the show. The same thing that if a kid enters the transfer portal, is that a kid that you would take back, or as soon as he enters the transfer portal, it's say, hey, don't let yeah. the door hit you in the butt on the way out. Yeah, we're not really into the deal where we're taking them back at this point. We, okay. we did, you know, so Hudson will not be catching at Tech next year. Yeah, I would think not. Okay. I would think not. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I would think not. We got that goalie guy. That's I love good. the kid. The kid's a great kid. Ask him. Most deals. Well. Okay, David won. And, and, I, and I bragged on you earlier about your patience because, <laughs> you know, we had the indoor game uh, a little while back, and I think it was our, our other catcher. that Maxie. Was having, he's having so much trouble seeing the ball. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's right. basically missing strikes. <laughs> it's hard for the umpire to call him a strike when, when, when you miss him yeah. like that, but he missed several of them. And, uh, and they would show you over in the dugout. And and you just stand over like, yeah, I think he'll catch one here in a little while. <laughs> and, we, uh, have you always been that patient? Well, I tell you, I mean, I probably wasn't the most gifted, uh, Gary. So maybe it gives me a little more patience than most. Oh, well, you're talented yeah, like I Gary. Got, yeah, I got an appreciation for how hard the game is. I guess there's gonna, you know, that that kid really righted the ship that day. Didn't he? Really well. <laughs> Didn't oh he? my gosh! And, uh, yeah. And I don't know. Again, like it, I think all of us, again, like if you show you're not patient, that's probably not a good thing either to your whole dugout. And so, yeah. No, I, I mean, know that for a fact. There's some things that go probably go on in the dugout where the camera's not over there, and uh, <laughs> and so we do get frustrated and all that those things and. Uh, you know, a good good bit of what happened in that game is, is oh, you fake bunts a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. You and don't they, see much of that, that anymore. Barrel. No, and they're just putting that barrel right in his eyesight. And yeah, that's always, true. You know, and that had a little bit to do with it. And uh, so yeah, I thought he rided the ship okay that day. Oh, phenomenal! <laughs> he really well. did. He's a he's a player coach. He really is. I can hit and uh it's exciting and uh, competitive yeah sure. without a doubt that's what you like in those competitive guys like a josh young how proud are you of josh young my gosh he's two time yeah. now rookie of the year for a month that's amazing yeah rookie of the month deal you're right it's we really got to get over there and i we really got to get over there and watch a couple games i 
I check so many the box scores so many times in a day that I forget that I checked them. I go, golly, I knew he had two hits. <laughs> I just checked it two hours ago. Been, Isn't it fun? It's been really exciting oh. following him and just uh he's a great example for you know, just he just doesn't take anything for granted and uh really goes about his stuff the right way and well, hopefully his success continues. This, Gus this put time. us at the table with Josh at the last two first pitch luncheons, and I'd leave there going, "My God, that kid is so much more oh, he is. mature, professional than he was." Just the opposite of what our our guys were when we were playing pro ball. <laughs> you know, taking care of his his nutrition, yeah. his workout ethic. His he's just. Uh, and I'll tell you what, we got Patrick Mahomes in football, we got Josh in baseball, now we got Ludwig in, in golf. Mm-hmm. We've got some wonderful representatives of the university out there right now. And uh You're right. All right, You're do, right. Does Josh's little brothers he got a you think he's got a got a chance of doing the same? He was strung oh, different, I, I know so. that. Oh, I think he's I think he's with a you know, being with the Tigers puts him in a really good spot. If you follow them any, their offense isn't it's hadn't been real good this summer and uh he's he's getting going he's hitting some home runs now and they're gonna want him to hit the ball the ballpark i think he's got seven or eight now and and Mm -hmm. he's definitely under play plays catch um i mean might not have the you know the most range of anybody but you would think on a big league field they could find somewhere for him like you know where where he can get in the lineup, and so if he keeps hitting. He's got a chance. Yeah, yep. Coach, yep. We appreciate you. Appreciate the job. You do appreciate sure. you coming on the show. We, we wanna, do. We want to have you on more often. And want you to realize that it's not like going to the dentist. I mean, you know, we we <laughs> well, try to make it fun, and no, we try. It's all good. You know how those Saturday mornings are during the spring when you. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, uh, when you're playing at one or two o'clock, it's interesting. Yeah, and uh, you're yeah. always just trying to round stuff up. And hey, I might try to get Kelly. Up, so. I may try to get Kelly on with Ben next week. Would they be? Ben, ben would get on there for sure. He'd have no problem there. Is yeah. he back in town? He is. He All is. Right. He's mowing yards and knocking on doors. We'll get him to come out to the studio. That'd be fun. There you go. All there right, go. coach. We Coach, thank get. you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. you. Great Have job. Weekend. You, you too. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.